listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 812.15. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. And um, for your um, what do you know about it living in your cosy media world texts, um, <laughs> can you send those to Magic <laughs> FM? <laughs> OK, here we are. Morning, Frank. I feel a bit like the Morning. band on the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We're, we're playing on. I blame you, personally, okay. for saying, uh, now get out at the end of every show. I think oh they've taken God. you a bit too literally, Subliminal Frank. Subliminal messaging. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Well made point. Oh, well. Well made point. In fact, pedantic... <laughs> Can I just... Sorry, Al. I just thought that was such a Birmingham nana response to... <laughs> The result? Oh, well. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit more than oh, well. well Is that what you thought when you put the celly on on the morning? <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> like some kind of Wallace and Gromit figure. Um, I wish I had been uh, that unsweary. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I'll tell you who I feel sorry for, Nigel Farage. What's he going to do now? Well, I still woke up this morning and think, oh, no, I'll go out and do a speech about... Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know what he's going to do. Well, Poor I old think he already knew. Oh, he's going to go down the news knew. agent and get the ciggies. I think he already knew. You know he had a TV debate scheduled for Channel yes. 4, um, I think it was like Wednesday or Tuesday night or something, and he pulled out of it to go for dinner with his son. I and thought he had uh, big family issues since then. Well, then they said in the paper the next day, actually, he just went for dinner with his son that he hasn't seen for nine months, and you go... Hang on, you've campaigned for this for your whole adult life, and then you suddenly well, it's went. Good, it's good. Well, actually, no, I Nando's. Know. That's what we're doing. We're going to go for Nando's. But if he was Nando's. your dad, yeah, I mean, I think it's fair that he hasn't seen him in nine months. <laughs> well, I think you always love your dad. I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of Paul Madeley, who was um, a Leeds United player who was called into the 1970 mm. England football squad, and said he couldn't do it um, because <laughs> he'd already booked a family holiday in Cornwall. Brilliant. And um, mm. they didn't do refunds, so he didn't go to the World Cup. Excellent. <laughs> Reminds me, was it the snooker player or uh, footballer Frank who said, "I don't have any, fa I don't have any, fa don't Peter need friends." Ebden. Oh, Peter Ebden, yeah. <laughs> don't need friends. I've got my family. Yes, exactly. I wonder what Ebden's views on Brexit are. Probably, I can guess those. Please, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, look. I was in Paris. Oh, were you were in Paris? All kicked off. That was apt. I thought they weren't going to let me back in. Pexit. Yeah. Paris, Paris exit. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. I'm thinking, uh, let's have a go at the smoking ban now. Mm. What? Let's see if we can repeal <laughs> Just it. Just reverse everything. Yeah. <laughs> Crash helmets. Do we really need them? <laughs> well. I don't know. I hate, I think I hate hat hair more than major head injuries. Do you? You know, if I... I know what you mean. A, yeah. Mm. Yeah, exactly. You're with me on this. I apologise to room service and my hotel. What were they... Um... For the result. Oh, did you? Did yeah. you? Oh, dear. I said, désolé. Look, it's going to be fine. I, well, I'll tell you what, it's going to be fine, because I've got Euros, so we're quids in. I've got Euros would be a good T-shirt. Yeah. I've got, I've got loads of them. And that, have you? That yes. would have been a vet. You wouldn't have sold many of those T-shirts, say, <laughs> three or four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Still, it's, um, I should say, it's it's Pride in London this week, which is a lovely antidote. Yes. Yes, this. this is true. People who voted out in a much more warm-hearted way. <laughs> they yeah. really have. There was some controversy over the pencils... That's right. Yes. Yeah. What, but what a band they were. I love that set, 60s doo-wop. <laughs> well, I, a pencil marking is quite an oddly archaic way. You know, 
to it, vote for historical I know, change. I know people said it was uh, that was just paranoia that don't do it in pencil because mm. it might get robbed out and changed. But it did. It's the first time it had struck me that I have voted in pencil my whole life. Yes, oh, and I've never thought. That. Oh, somebody could rob this out. Yeah. Mm. I think because when I grew up, and I don't know, I'm, I'm going to do one of my, do these still exist? <laughs> the ink robber was, um, it was just in its infancy and people were talking about it the way people now talk about um, microchip technology. Right. <laughs> 3D Actually, printing or something. You know what I mean? It was a big thing, the ink yeah. robber. Well, you can rob out ink. I remember people at school oh, saying, yeah. ink, you say. It was like a, st- do you remember them? They were yeah, hard yeah. as iron. Oh, yeah, were they? Oh, yeah. I remember the dark There's blue bit the blue on the end of a, a white rubber. Blue and a pink. Yeah. Yeah. I had blue and pink. That's it, oh, used to get robbers yeah. that did yes. pencil one end and ink the other. But the ink robber seems to have failed. Can I be somewhere. honest? Look how much they happier never Frank really is. worked. Look how much happier Frank is now that we're doing. Do you remember this? <laughs> 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 I mean, that's he's, he's visibly lifted in mood. This is where I'm moving. <laughs> he found it stressful talking about the other. Do people, still use, do people still use Tipex? Today's texting, 8 12 15. And who invented Tipex? Well, you can't do... Uh, who invented oh, Tipex? Mike, Nes- Mike Nesbitt from The Monkey's Smith, Mother. Nesmith. Nesmith, sorry. Yeah. Mike no. Nesmith from The Monkey's, his mum invented it. Yeah. No Come way. on! <laughs> We're back! <laughs> 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 they can't keep us down. <laughs> oh, dear. So, um, <laughs> yes. By the way, Scotland is so keen on the whole thing. Why have they vetoed um, the European Championships? Absolute... Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had some lovely Tipex correspondence, have we? Yeah. Mm. Dino <laughs> Casino has texted us. Uh-huh. Morning, guys. I recently had a big argument with my girlfriend over Tipex, as apparently it's now called correctional fluid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As you can tell, we clearly have too much time on our hands. As we could have argued over the fact I forgot to pay a household bill. All the best, Dino Casino. I've heard it is called correct- that. Yeah, correctional fluid. But that's like, you know, people suddenly became um, w- window technicians and stuff. Oh, you know, yeah, window yeah. cleaners. It's part of that, that wave of yes. gr- grandness yeah. that yeah. people have. It'll always be Tipex to me, mother. More importantly, that's my I Michael Nesmith um, somewhat intriguing impression. By Dino Casino's <laughs> name. I feel like we're overlooking that. <laughs> I, I was proud that we don't. That's normal. Like, Does he I, work I on saw, a cruise ship? I, I saw it so. as a as a lure. I felt like a fish that was swimming past, and I saw this glittering thing, and I thought, no, I don't think so. It was what? It was a siren call, Frank, that you cho- you chose to ignore. Indeed. Mm-hmm. What about Marianne Biggs? Um, Is that another name that? No. Oh, okay. She she says I'm a frequent Tipex user. Oh. I can't revise without a bottle nearby. Ugly notes, ugly results. That's uh, that's a good uh, motto for life. I'm writing that down. She goes on neatly. Another. Yeah. She's actually sent another tweet. I live in fear that I become famous in my field and someone finds my shoddy notes and laughs at the crossings out. Oh, I think it's fine. Fine to cross out. I'd ref- reference her, um, refer her rather to Jacques Derrida, the uh, French philosopher who used to have crossing outs printed in his book as, to make points of what he'd thought of using as a word before he used the word. Oh, nice. So you'd think about it a bit more. Very oh, clever. That's the sound of him. Jacques <laughs> Derrida. 8, 12, 15, Absolute Radio.
Yeah, on <laughs> this of all weeks, we're doing Jack Derrida stuff. Mind your own business, you media git. The people have spoken. <laughs> Magic FM, can you send those, please? <laughs> Told you once. I had a strange Magic moment. FM. Are we media gits? Oh, I you know that thing that you'll remember where you are on certain <laughs> historic days? Oh, yeah. In the, in, I stayed in a hotel, um, and on the day that the uh, Brexit result was announced, I and woke up spoke. in that hotel, and I'd stayed up to watch the first few results Did you in, have a um, item of footwear against the door? I did. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some things never change. Um, and uh, and so I'd gone to sleep, kind of like, oh, I'll see the results in the morning. And you know that? Have you had this thing where sometimes you stay in a hotel room and a previous guest has set an early alarm oh. and not unset it? So it went off at 6am. 6am. So I turned the telly on a bit of a huff. Mm. But then the, uh, the speech by Cameron when he came out to sort of resign... Mm. The hotel TV wasn't very good. It was one of those ones with a weird connection where the sound would just drop out every few seconds. And so it sounded a bit like he was swearing, but it was being censored, you know, like on oh, songs. Okay. Like, oh. On songs that concern swearing Collier. on Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah. That awesome Big Brother <laughs> with the bird song. But hearing oh, yes. Cameron mm. sounding like he was swearing, I was watching it thinking, he's taking this really badly. <laughs> he's really not happy about Amsterdam. See, I, I was staring at very much at Sam Camp, thinking... Oh, yes, yeah. I was. Thinking, oh, just think, a life in stationery. <laughs> Doesn't get any sexier than that. <laughs> Absolute... Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, we've had an email that uh, I... It's asking if we've seen a thing that I wish I had seen. Um, hello all, I meant to email this in time for Alan's FNT, that's Friday Night Troll, yeah. as I don't think it has any relevance for the show. Yeah. <laughs> so don't far, don't so worry, good. that's never really... Uh, Stopped us. Uh, but I've been so discombobulated by recent events that I forgot. Anyway, from the days when things were funny, just wanted to check if you heard friend of the show, Adrian Childs, during Tim Peake's interview. Tim Peake, of course, the uh, recently returned from space gentleman. Oh, Ad yeah, they come over here from space. <laughs> <laughs> Is he one of their media gits? Peaky out. Uh, Adrian seemed quite excited that someone was about to ask Tim about his views on Brexit and headed live to the interview. As you'd expect, Tim was very diplomatic and said he believed voting was a private matter, so managed mm. to duck the issue beautifully. We know what that means. Back to Adrian, <laughs> and almost with a harumph, said, Tim Peake, from sitting in a space shuttle to sitting on the fence. Very good. Oh, <laughs> He says, ten out of ten. Brilliant in his accent. Uh, Long-time readers, Brian and Tracy. The Hagley lad um, has done well. I, yes. That would be my favourite bit of commentary sitting on... Well, actually, it's not. My favourite bit of commentary was last year's Wimbledon and Tom Dubeck and Graham Lasso yakking. <laughs> 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 they were just having a really animated chat and laughing their head. Actually... I liked it once, Bri Bri uh, Bob Wilson saying, and later, the thoughts of Paul Elliott. <laughs> <laughs> that kept me tuned. There was a mm. weird moment for uh, the second Wales game in the Euros uh, where the... Um, the woman who was interviewing Chris Coleman, the Wales manager, had quite a strong Welsh accent, mm. and I heard her. I heard her say to him, three gingers in your squad. What have you got to say about that?" And uh, that's one of Frank's songs. And then, and then <laughs> I realised that she'd said three changes in your squad. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got to say about that? What about my favourite bit of commentary? It was one of those three in the morning that no one else would have heard, but I'd never forgotten. It was Alistair Burnett, God rest his soul. Mm. 
and it was during the election results, and he said about a Conservative win, well, that doesn't surprise me. That place is... It's the nice people in the nice houses. Oh. Come on. Me We've been aspiring to that ever since. Yeah. My favourite um, ever Wimbledon close-up of the crowd was yeah. Woody Allen <laughs> with his, um, his lovely Oriental wife, who was eating an enormous big ice cream cone, which made her look about 12, and you could right. see oh, with Woody going, for God's sake, you're ruining my reputation. So, yeah. It's a bit late for that. It, it is a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, oh. I would have talked her out of that, though. Yeah, I definitely. mean, let's, let's not rub their noses in it. <laughs> what a lovely man. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I like that Bananas film. Mm, funny films. Mm. Susan Boyle, One Direction. What? They got that wrong. They both uh, didn't win their respective <laughs> programmes. <laughs> anyway, sorry, carry on. I thought I thought something dreadful had happened. Oh, yeah, I just read a, a list, uh, list of um, this morning's deaths. <laughs> Do we have a this morning's deaths list at Absolute no. Radio? No, I don't know if people would find that entertaining over there. So Nuggets no, it's got in touch, we're doing, we're doing informative as well as entertaining. Frank, Nugget got in touch. What do we do? Infotainment. Infotainment, that's what we're doing. doing. Mm. Nugget's been in touch, Frank. Oh, yes. Read Dino Casino's message about Tipex. Just another victory for the political correctional brigade. (laughs) Very good. Thank you, Nugget. If this was at a dinner, we'd Mm. do this. If you've ever been to one of those posh dinners, if somebody says something funny, they all hit the table like that. Oh, no. Yeah, we've not seen that. I mean, I've spoken at posh dinners, but obviously I've never said something funny that that's oh, been no, the never heard it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the snooker, you know what snooker players do if oh, it's a good I like shot? That. It's, it's I like the same, that. it's the and same. And they do that when someone leaves a newspaper, it's called banging out. Is that right? Yes, you bang, you bang like that until they leave and no one says goodbye. There you go. Oh, I, I, I think that's that. what banging out is anyway. Mm. Yeah, well, it sounds, um, well, you know. Different this week. <laughs> It's use your own farewells, but uh, yeah, I, I like. Maybe we should start doing it on it. I don't know. It sounds at home. Yeah, what sounds like there's building work next door. I think more. Yeah, it but sounds like you know that moment when you think there could possibly be someone in your boot. Have you ever had that feeling? <laughs> <laughs> Hate that when that happens. Frank Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Now, I, um, I was wandering down, um, well, it's a road in, um, London, uh, in North London called the Finchley Road. Oh, yes. Uh, and, uh, sorry, I just realised I put the wrong mic up, I couldn't hear Didn't turn me on. I only just lost your right. Yeah. Apart from that, <laughs> not we've sure. got everything else. I'm not sure that's We'll make said, sure it's available to podcast listeners, well, Alan, saying, Well, right. we, can just, we can just move me doing it then. <laughs> Good idea, Frank. Right. Seamless. It'd be seamless. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I was walking down uh, the Finchley Road, and I, I tell you what I noticed oh, through Kirsty the McCall trees. song. I noticed uh, a blue plaque. Oh, yeah, now, I cannot, plaque, I cannot yeah. pass a blue plaque without I having a read. On the bus sometimes, you know, when, mm. you, when you... Oh, so exciting. You see one because you're on the top deck, you haven't seen uh-huh. before. Brilliant. So it was um, Thomas Hood. Oh, yeah. Oh. Know him? Yep. I what, don't. What do you know of him? Inventor of the Hood. No. He was. No, he really... Yeah, he was. He Until was. then, jackets just stopped at a collar. He and was. The, he was. He the was. Of the hood. Who was he? He was. That was Simon Cowell. <laughs> <laughs> um, he. Um, well, he wrote a book called 
hoods, whims and oddities, which was, when I lived with David Baddiel, it was, um, it was our toilet book. A lot, I don't you know, think it was, but that's another story. No, it really was. Well, I've heard about those years. We only had two books in the toilet. We had that one and Apologia Pro Vita Sua Volume 1 by um, Cardinal Henry Newman. Really? <laughs> those are our two toilet books. And you guys were poster boys for the lads. I know. Yeah. It's all gone wrong. But... What um, did Joe Guest say when she came round? I, um... Uh, What's her? <laughs> so... <laughs> just all the voices. Had, it's not just what me. I, what, I liked, what I liked about Joe Guest... Is that she used to wear uh, spectacles sometimes yeah. to sort of say, you know, don't judge a book by its one, is it? <laughs> they put spectacles yeah. on and maybe a lab coat over a bikini for oh, a shoot. Oh, that's a great look. Yeah. It is a great look. Anyway, sorry, Frank, back to your yours and David Baddiel's toilet. Yeah, so it made me really nostalgic mm. because I think a to- you get very attached to a toilet book. Mm. I don't mean things like books that, you know, yeah. from the humour section about oh, being yeah. in the toilet. But, you know... Th- I, I've never quite worked out what the classification, why a book becomes a toilet book. Mm-hmm. I think with with Hood's whims and oddities, it was because it was it was lots of little short bits, you know. Yeah. So which is it's just about the right duration. Yeah. You can dip in. That's what you want, a dipper. Mm. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> but, um, I decided, well against, left I decided well left. against it. Yeah, exactly. I we all did well. well yeah. I jumped over it, left it to the midfielder behind me. <laughs> But it really made me th- think about them. I'd like, if, I'd like to know what what defines a toilet book. That's something I'd like to know. But then, anyway, this led to another blue pla- blue plaque. Now, uh, this is actually a bit of detective work because often things happen, uh, and I think oh, one one of the readers will know because mm-hmm. I think they're of them really as knowledgeable. Our readers, people of discernment. I was. Uh, I'm sure this has got got a bit London, but. Um, People have spoken. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I was going down Marleybone High Street on a bus, oh. and I saw a plaque on a wall, mm. and the bus was just going that bit fast. Oh. It looked like it was on a sort of public building. So right. if you lived right. there, I'd really like to know. But you might and be more specific. I'm no, sure I'll tell you what's, co- what's confused me about it, is I, I tried to have a read, Yeah, and at that speed, it looked like Linda Ronstadt. Oh. Now that's unlikely, isn't it? Do you I'll th- tell you who it is, Linda Robson. No. Oh. Do you think Linda Robson would get a... Would Linda Rodstadt get a plaque? I don't know who that is. Well, exactly. Oh, I do. You've got one, Famous singer from the 70s. You've got your own. I've got one you bought me, but I mean, I don't qualify. But I can't believe Linda Ronstadt. So if anyone knows, please let me well, know. Well, if any has got one... if anyone's got... Oh, oh, you know what you've done now, don't well, you? Well, it's just up the you road from you, me you in know Highgate Village. Is Here we go. It's kicked in eventually. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> Everybody out. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I might shout that when we walk back through Pride. That'd be a good one. Oh, um, it's pride today, lovely, isn't it? It is, yes. I'm still <laughs> yeah. worried about the fact we go to a gay restaurant and we're taking up seats that shouldn't... It's fine. On this mate. day of... This is their special Excuse day. me, you're with me, you're fine. I know, but These it's, are their, my people. it's their special day. I just feel wrong about it. Mm. Anyway, um, I'd love to know if anyone's got a blue plaque on their house or near them. Because often yeah. they're very obscure. Having one on your house must be brilliant. Yeah. I tried to buy um, Peter Cushing's house in Whitstable. Did you? And um, what had happened, this is the, 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 te- the horror of it, 
He had a big house on the front, but they, after he died, they split it into two houses. Mm. And I, and the half of the house I was looking at didn't have the plaque. Well, you don't oh, want, forget it. You don't want Peter Cushing's house and... Uh, forget it. No. Like the fact you said that's the horror of it. For oh, Peter yeah. Cushing's house. Absolutely <laughs> perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I, I must stop doing that at work. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. You've uh, lit up the switchboard, as they say. Hey. Well, actually, only me says that these days. Clive Silas, Torrington Park N12. There's a plaque on an ordinary semi from Eric Morecambe, where he lived with his in-laws, who owned a pub. He lived with his in-laws? Who owned a pub? <laughs> I'll say it again. Who, who owned a pub? Who owned a pub? I'm, I'm going to mime that drinking thing you did when he raised his arm. <laughs> but, um, People have spoken. It doesn't work on the radio. Karen says, my friend owns a house with a blue plaque for Wallace Hartley, the band leader on the Titanic. Wow. We oh, just mentioned the band yeah. on yeah. the Titanic. You That's did. our role today, as you say. Small world. Hi, Frank and Do team. Do you think it's true that they carried on playing? Yeah. Well, you would. If you were doing a stand-up gig in that scenario, you'd carry on, Frank. I know you. Oh, yeah. So had, would you, Al. I've had stand-up gigs that feel like <laughs> I'm on the track. <laughs> well, the Brits was one. Yeah, I can see the fish going <laughs> past the windows. Yeah. Uh, hi, Frank and team at 298 has texted what's, Sorry, what was he called? Wallace? Hartley. Oh, OK. Um, why are you writing it down? Are you going to give him a call? He's not around anymore. I have a feeling that that will crop up again in my life. <laughs> I won't feel feeling a bit Wallace Hartley. <laughs> All right. So you've made a note of it. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Isn't that lovely that he does? Isn't that what you do, Frank? Isn't it sweet? Hey, ugly notes, ugly results. <laughs> 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 You're right. <laughs> I feel bad now. Hi, Frank and team. Rio Ferdinand has a blue plaque in Peckham. I'm pretty it sure... Doesn't. I'm pretty Shut sure it's up. Peckham Park Road. Michael from Peckham. <laughs> Do you think That's he's trying amazing. to text more Peckhams than anybody else has ever texted to Absolutely? <laughs> he was in my hotel in Paris. Who? Michael Rio. from Peckham? from Peckham. No, Rio. Oh. <laughs> he is that bloke from Peckham. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to have gone early with the Rio Ferdinand plaque. Yeah. yeah, they well, really yeah. have. Well, good. Good for him. Uh, blue plaques. My wife's favourite blue plaque is in Bruce Grove, Tottenham. It says, Luke Howard, namer of clouds. I absolutely that? love that. What does that mean? Well, he's invented the cloud name, Frank. He must be what, some like sort of scientist. Yeah. Cumulo Nimbus yeah. and oh, all yeah, that. Yeah. Aren't they all Latino names? I, I mean, they are, they are yeah. Mm. Cir- Cirrus and... Um, oh, that's Harry Potter, fl- fl- isn't it? Fluffy. Oh. No, you yeah. can't. Fluffy. You, you cannot be serious. <laughs> oh, that was what I was told at the audition. <laughs> Oh, another opposite piece of music. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Morning, guys and gal. This isn't me speaking, by the way. I'm, uh, I'm reading. I thought that was a bit formal. Morning, guys and gal. Re-blue plaque locale. <laughs> I like that. I think this might be a beatnik poet that's just texted in now. Uh, morning, guys and gal. Re-blue plaque locale. I lived in New Cross years back, and t- it's not a poem, by the way. South East just... London. Uh, it is New Cross. 
for people listening outside of the... Uh, very London today's show, isn't it? So, um, oh, what do you expect from us media gets? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> lived in New Cross years. Sage mentality. Two doors down, <laughs> you say that, two doors down from a blue plaque dedicated to none other than Barnes Wallace. I felt ever so safe, oh, yeah. Gregor in Lewisham. Bouncing bomb, Barnes Wallace, mm. Dan Busters, etc, mm-hmm. etc. And in, and in fact, uh, John491 has also texted there's a blue plaque dedicated to Barnes Wallace in New Cross. Everyone's going to the New Cross I bus garage. I wonder why that one has been singled out. Well, what, New Cross? By singled out, covered twice, I suppose is another way of Yeah, but if it. you consider how many blue plaques there are. And I do, frequently. How many are there? Um, Would it eight. make you buy a house? There's more than eight. I went to look at a house with a blue plaque once, and it was a, it was a pokey little place, I won't lie. But the fact that it had a Peter Sellers plaque, oh, oh, yeah. that made me think. It was on a main road. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe Mackenzie Crook might have uh, been the previous owner. Oh, okay, but uh, it Could nearly pushed me over the edge. I thought, no, I'm going to get this because it's very cool to have the Peter Sellers yeah. plaque. Yeah, I might have gone for the Peter Cushing had the plaque been on my mm. side of yeah. the house. Yeah, but you know, regrets. I've had a few. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm somewhat wrong with my throat. Den Wilkinson, <laughs> yeah. on another matter, has tweeted as saying, will Brexit become a noun to describe people's inclinations? E.g., are you coming to Nan's? No, nah, she's a bit too Brexit. Oh, oh suggestion. it could be. Yeah. could be. I'm thinking that if next time I leave a job, will it be a Frexit? <laughs> no, lovely, Frank. Why leave it? Why leave it? A Frexit? Oh, yeah, yeah. Come with me. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm following now. If anyone's got any good ideas on that, why not text it? <laughs> so, um... <laughs> oh, I mean, this isn't happened. true. I think they've done a bit of a Photoshop thing here. There is a blue plaque they've sent in saying, Brian Harvey, boy band member, ran himself over with his own car at this spot after eating three tuna mayo jacket potatoes. That's May 2005. Be. That can't be real. Oh, I, wish, I, wish, I don't think that would have got through the, the heritage um, no. thing, uh, whatever they're called. What are they called, the people? English heritage. Yes. Is it? Is yeah. it? English heritage, come on! <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, people, sorry. People have everyone. spoken, Frank. Like I say, Magic <laughs> FM, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with um, Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 81215, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Oh, I'll tell you what I wanted to discuss was, you know the virals, Frank? Yes, I'm sorry about that. (laughs) That's why he's on a natural (laughs) yoghurt. Yeah, I'm, I, I mean, I had a temperature, but I didn't, I didn't really think it was that. <laughs> no, no, they were they were invented by the namer of clouds. Anyway, oh, no, yeah. there's been a rather curious incident with a driving instructor, mm. and it went viral. Oh yeah, because it was an ex- a bizarro exchange of texts from this character. He's an 18 year old lad from Lancaster. He decided to have lessons with another driving instructor, presumably due to lack of availability. He had his test coming up. I don't know the details of these people's lives. It was However, exactly that. It was exactly oh, that. He had a test much. coming up and his, uh, his instructor was too busy. Yeah, so he, he texted him and said, I've got some lessons with Kath from Black Cat. Mm-hmm. Oh, re- reputable. Um, he said, uh, after that, he said, you know, hope you don't mind. And the instructor, he went a bit postal, didn't he, Al? He did. He did. He, uh, 
he he sent him some text saying uh, you, you've uh, you've wound me up. Let's let's say yeah. it in. Okay. Um, he said I don't in more broadcastable sh- language. Well, I'll tell you exactly what he said. He said just go with Kath then. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first time you've heard that. No. Just go with Kath then. I don't share pupils, Matt. Not happy. <laughs> well, I I have to say I I I'm with the driving instructor on. Oh, what a surprise! Knew it. Knew it. Knew no, it. I think oh, you know if you come on. You want us? There's no loyalty left. <laughs> no loyalty left <laughs> in the world, and you know we've all thought uh, when a relationship. You know, mm. breaks up uh, the equivalent of what what's Cass from Black Cat got that I have, mm. and uh, <laughs> I, I, I can absolutely imagine no send, sending that. Oh, if you want to go with Cass from Black Cat, so be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really though. Well, really, a driving what... instructor, but you're not having the physicals with the Cass from Black Cat. Well, no, but if as you're a driving you know. instructor, physicals it's, changes it's, it all. It's a, it's a. No, but it's a similar experience. Is it? Yeah, I think so. I don't know it's if I was loyal to Keith. Keith, your driving instructor. Lovely man. Lovely uh, man. Mm. Um, my, my driving instructor, of course, is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Not in a uh, RTA, road traffic accident. No, old age. Oh, OK, that's fine then, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> How's the horse? What were I Oh dear! So I remember I'm... reading. <laughs> I remember seeing an advert in a paper. It was it was encouraging. It was a place that trained you to be driving instructors. Oh yeah, and mm. it was called something like. I mean, it was something like so obvious, like Teach Drive, oh. Limited. <laughs> and they had these testimonials from uh, people, and one of them was a bloke saying, "I I I I did a course at Teach Drive." And I've never looked back. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) Terrible example you're setting your pupils. Absolute, absolute Absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Meanwhile, over in uh, Lancaster... Mm. Oh, yeah, Frank. Kath uh, from Black Cat... Yeah. ...who's caused quite an incident, You can't blame Kath from Black Cat. No, you've got to blame the lad... Or the driving instructor. The driving instructor was absolutely green with envy. Mm-hmm. And then he was amber with envy. <laughs> and then he Oh God, I think I prefer your blue star. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> traffic light jokes on absolute radio. <laughs> that's that's what it's come to. It's in traffic light jokes, Al. <laughs> I like it. I <laughs> Not <liked> easy. It. <laughs> he's, he's right I like though. Anything Frank says. I think it's um I think it's a shame, but also I think it's brave of this young man to oh, go I thought you were going to say for him to do his traffic oh, light no, material. No. I think it's a shame that they've fallen out, him and yeah. his first driving instructor, but it's uh, it's quite brave that he's gone on the social media and mocked him, because, yes. like, there's probably only ten driving instructors in Lancaster, isn't there? There's not that, it's think not so. a there's, densely there's, populated... Well, yeah, I Kath have... from Black I can only Cat. name one. <laughs> <laughs> Kath from Black Cat. Yeah, and I the think other this guy. Has been a great advert for Black Cat. <laughs> I yeah, know. Um, I, I thought it was bad luck. Uh, isn't it bad luck if a Black Cat? Goes well, that's out what in I mean. I don't think they've yeah. thought this through, Black Cat. Not, um, no. Yeah. I'm maybe it's good luck. Or maybe it means that it's you get I... to practice your emergency stop quite a lot oh, because you're off in Selena. The old rolled up, uh, whatever they had, those, their notes and the A to Z, and they just Slap suddenly the do that. Yeah. Do they, oh, for emergency stop, but they not do that anymore. I don't think they do do it anymore. They have to do so. a special test as well. They do like parking. a theory test. They do don't parking they? now. 
Do they, they, the millennials? God, if they'd done parking in my day, I'd still be on the bus. <laughs> Can I just say, we've got a millennial here in the studio, I'm going over to her live. Sarah says you don't do parking, mate. Don't do parking? No. no. No, I'm saying you didn't have to do parking. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, yeah. I see. But you do do parking. Do you do yeah. emergency stop, Sarah? Yeah. Yeah. What is this? Some weird interview outside the House of Parliament. <laughs> it is. Oh, excellent. Um, 631 has texted traffic light gags. That makes a change. Mm. Excellent. Very good. Excellent. I think at this junction it was worth trying. Very good. Oh! Very good. I think we should reverse out of this, though. I really Thank do. Do you know, I, I like the pause as he said that, <laughs> and you waited to come up with your reverse one. And remember, soon we'll oh. all be driving British cars. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, come an industry on! that no longer exists. Yeah, with a British industry. Oh, there so they, they, they'll respond. <laughs> um, the yeah, EU problem with the respond. industry, we haven't got any anymore. No, but the EU will respond like this instructor. We'll say, you know, do you want to buy some of our cars? Oh, no, why don't you sell them to your new friends? <laughs> I'll tell you what, the EU is the ex you don't want to mess with. Have you guys had and this, And I should though? know. No, no, have you had no, the ex I don't want to mess with. I'll, I'll tell you after. Have you had a version of this with uh, a customer service provider that you feel like you've cheated on? Cos I have. I'll yeah. put oh. my hand up now. I, um... Cos you're quite <clears throat> a, a reasonable type, so I'm surprised. Well, I... T I... My my family and I are trying to eat the best quality meat that <laughs> we David can. David Mellor, we, to having I, had an affair. I, I love we, this. If we eat meat, we want it to be from like high end, like good butchers, from where the high the, end. you know the animal husbandry. Yeah, never good eat, blah blah blah. Never eat meat beef, from the low like. end. That's my advice. So um, <laughs> now you tell me. So I, I started going to. Um, I started going to a butcher that was a little bit of a drive away from me, but it was a very good butcher, and the guy started to get to know me, and he, I gave him some tickets for his show and stuff. <laughs> Sounds a bit dodgy. Can I ask you? The guy the... started to get and to I know think me. He, I think he listens to the show as well, <laughs> On so the I way back, do you have the meat in the car with you or in the boot? Um, oh. I, I, either, whichever would uh, work mm. for me, but also he... Mm. Don't put it in the boot, Also Frank. he delivers, which is good, because then you get the chance to say, do you deliver, and him say... I deliver, I do sausages, I do, oh. you know, <laughs> love those jokes. I bet anyway. he goes home to his wife and says, I've had to make these terrible jokes again. I never feel bad because, um, he, uh, he has my phone number because, uh, I, he your was... butcher's got your phone my number. My butcher had my phone number because he was delivering the Christmas meat, like, and he wanted to know what time I'd be in at. But okay. now, I've started to use another butcher just because it's in a oh, place that I'm more frequently dear, in. Dear, so I don't dear. have to drive oh, to him. I know that one. And I don't have to arrange a delivery. And then he texted me saying, are you all right, Alan? Tell me you haven't <laughs> gone vegetarian. <gasps> and I had to text back saying, I've just been getting it from somewhere that I go more often. Oh, what no. did he say? I, I think he's all right with it. You've given him the chop. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, what's going that on with this show? <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, Ian Angel, Angle, who texts the show regularly, has, uh, has texted saying that my butcher is going to give me the cold shoulder now. Excellent work. Oh, it's good, isn't it? lovely. I think it's all right sitting at home, moulding it over during the song, but to come out with it like that. <laughs> that's why I'm sitting here. <laughs> and the Angle's um, on his... Um, I imagine he's on a tea chest. Why has he become Quite some strange. strange professional rival of yours? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, an Angle would tell us whether he's called Angle or Angel. He has. Is he times, Angel? But, we just keep but he was an Angel. I'm, lo I'm loving us. Angels instead. Yeah. Was it, uh, I, I love Angel. I think it's Angel, is it? I think he probably told us in the form of a pun and we couldn't quite... Uh, well, we think, assumed I when I'll tell you what it is. It wrong on purpose, when we were in the EU, it was Angle, like Angela. 
Now it's Angel. Oh, we don't do the hard G anymore. Okay, okay, fair enough. Okay, thank you. Bit of politics, thank you. I haven't done any hard G for years. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you know, you were talking please. about feeling like you cheated on your butcher. Yes. <laughs> I? Oh. That's, that's the promo for the show, done. <laughs> Good. I get that same sensation with my uh, hairdresser. Because when I go to the salon, you normally have a hairdresser, a stylist, as we call it, that you use. Now, if I can't get in with him one day, needs must, mm. very similar to the Catherine Black Cat scenario, if I have an event coming up, mm -hmm. etc. Yeah. yeah, can't wait. Um, I will need to get the hair done pronto. I'm the same with lamb chops. It's exactly the same. Well, yeah. I've got an event. But when you yeah. go in and you make the appointment, and th what will happen, I've had this with some stylists, they'll come over and it's so passive-aggressive, the atmosphere. Oh. Mm. They'll say, didn't know you were in today. <laughs> oh, yes. I, oh, I can, I, I can feel my stomach tightening at the thought yeah. of that. And they're missing out on a big tip from me as well. Oh, I'm known right. as a big tipper. <clears throat> <clears throat> that does yeah. not surprise me. I went and bought some, uh, I needed some sunglasses. Oh. Oh, Frank, what about when you bought the glasses? So I was with, you bought I, some? Yeah, so I, I've been talking about it for ages. Basically, I was given a load of free ones years ago, so I haven't bought any for a long hang time. He was given it because he let's, went with Jeff Brazier. slightly more forensic than that. Weren't you given the run of a sunglasses <laughs> shop and you came out with 17 pairs? I was, give, I was given, well remembered. <laughs> 17 <laughs> pairs and two for my personal assistant. <laughs> and which celebrity were you with? Uh, Jeff Brazier <laughs> had 14. No, he had 12 pairs. And um, I was not going to be outdone by Jeff Brazier. Well, he'll need them this morning. <laughs> I, suspect, I suspect he's celebrating this morning, let's well, just say. Um, I. So <laughs> I've worn them. That was a, probably 12 years ago. And I've worn them all out, sat on them, done all the things one does. It's almost them. like they were poor quality. No, and they, they weren't. They didn't last forever. Them, they weren't. They were all the brands. Two of them were diesel. Wow. So, um, but I got rid of them because they're ruining the environment. <laughs> <laughs> But, um... Loads of jokes today, isn't it? <laughs> but, testing an opportunity now. But, um, I thought, I, I came to buy, I need some new ones, basically, and I asked uh -huh. someone, I said, where do you get sunglasses? I had no idea. Mm -hmm. And they said... Oh, where do you get sunglasses? Like, California man, <laughs> just landed. No, I really had no <laughs> where idea. Where do you get sunglasses <laughs> in this but place? If you, start, if you haven't bought them for you, I kind of forgot where you get them. Yeah. So anyway, they said, well, the, your most obvious bet is sunglasses hot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was walking through Covent Garden with Emily Dean. Just looking for a hot. We had a lovely Well, walk. I wasn't looking for anything. We were just talking. We he were... was looking for a hot. I think he thought it would be yeah. like a tiki hot with all mm. sort of raffia on it. We were shooting yeah. the breeze. Uh -huh. It was mm. a cheese taste. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I saw, I, I had no idea it was there, I, I saw a, a, a sunglasses hot. So we went in. Mm. But I made the mistake of going in with Emily Dean, who <laughs> says things like, you get what you pay for. <laughs> Yeah. And all that. Mm -hmm. I ended up, I don't know how this happened, but I bought a <laughs> pair of sunglasses for £125. Wow! Good God. They're I mean, stunning, though. How nice do you look in them? No, but I'd rather look a bit less nice for less <laughs> money. <laughs> oh, well, that can be arranged. No, but. Just put those old ones on. I just, I never occurred to me they'd have glasses of that price in a place that's, you know, a hot. Yeah. <laughs> you don't spend that sort of money in a hot normally. What, you, what sort of hot were you expecting? In, I think you took it too gardens. literally. Uh, well. <laughs> Do you know what, Frank? On okay, the plus side. Jabba the hot can be expensive. But, but you know, <laughs> a hot, I thought it says cheapness, doesn't it? It's like tie rack, 
sunglasses hot. Mm-hmm. They sound a bit pop up. Well, I didn't know how it? to break it to you, but then I've got to be honest. You put those on, you look absolutely magnifique. But everybody looks good in sunglasses. No, some people look. Oh, no. Some people look like close protection. Some people look like air traffic controllers. <laughs> you look like a, a lovely, handsome, middle-aged man in a sunglasses. That's <laughs> oh, nearly, nearly perfect. <laughs> Description. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. I tell you, um, this week I was on a train. I know I'm often on a train. Mm-hmm. And um, I went to, before I got on the train, I went to the first class lounge at Euston. Okay. <laughs> hey, if any distinct So anyway, it I, in advance and he got it for about 36 quid, didn't you? That's was that what happened? I, <laughs> didn't, I didn't buy it. <laughs> I'm only kidding. I didn't I think, think for a second so. you would have. I was on, um, no, can I say this now? And I, I don't, I'm, I'm in nobody's pay. But if you're going to go first class, it's virgin first class on the train you want. Because the other first why? class... Because you get things like a hot meal and freedom. I've been on a lot of first classes on trains. You wouldn't even... You get a slightly more stylish anti-macassar. <laughs> this is very relatable material. Yeah, <laughs> but, that's all, but just for people who are, at this, at this moment, profoundly mm. resentful that yes. I, they go first class, pay for by other people. <laughs> um... <laughs> Apart from Virgin first, you wouldn't know the difference. Yeah. Mm. That's it. It's the anti-macassar and that's it. I agree. So, um, anyway, I was excited to be travelling um, Virgin. And uh, I went to the Virgin first class and there was a man um, who was in the midst of complaining at the canter. I mean, <gasps> he was absolutely furious. Was he incandescent? Oh, really? He was... Um, his name was Ian Condescent. <laughs> 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 Imagine if that was someone's name. he's got a bit of a short fuse. <laughs> um, but he was going on to these two women uh, to the point where I thought, oh, I've got to get away from this bloke. What was he saying then? He, oh, he was talking about something that hadn't happened and something that should have happened. I didn't really... Um, I didn't Thursday go, morning, by any chance. <laughs> no. Friday morning. No, it was... Uh, <laughs> It, oh, anyway, Tuesday. So, um, as I left, we said, I, I want to see someone superior. <laughs> oh. I thought, well, you are someone superior. As yeah. far as I, but he said, no, I, want, I, need, I need to see uh, someone who's at a management level above you. I mean, he was really patronising. Oh, oh, I don't like that. So, as I was leaving, the, the, a person had turned up, this man had turned up with, um, he'd got a laminate on and stuff like that. And he was, oh, he, I like him already. A bit customer mm-hmm. servicey. And this bloke had got one of those um, camera phones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, have you seen them? Yeah, yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah. And he was, this bloke was explain. <laughs> he was filming him from six in- inches from his face. He was asking him questions, and, and the man was saying, um, if you could stop filming me, sir, um, um, I am, he said, I am trying to deal with your concerns. It was like... It was like, like He looked like he was filming an episode of Creature Comforts. Aww. This poor bloke was saying, um, no, I, you know, I am trying to help you, sir, but if, it would help if you weren't filming me. It was the bloke was being all polite and stuff. Aww. And, um, obviously it was funny as well. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> but they I'm, do that more, these people. I'm, did, I did think, um, what a poor piece of footage that would be. <laughs> 
to have on your phone. You know when you sit with your phone and say, oh, this yeah. is, look at this. Oh, look at this. Have you looked for I it on YouTube yet? Have I wonder you... if it is on YouTube. Well, must Frank, be on I'd like somewhere. to interject at this point, because I've seen this happen before. I saw a cyclist have an altercation with a, I think he was a cab driver, and he was standing over the car bonnet filming him, obviously furious. Yeah. And I heard him say at one point, yep, I've got you here, and what a very handsome man you are. <laughs> Oh. Because the man wasn't handsome. Oh, I was being ironic. But why do they do? Do they do it as a threatening gesture or something? I think it's partly that, and partly if it goes legal, you've got. I don't know if it's if you can use it in court. Or I don't not. think so. Maybe but they just would be a nice thing to watch. But it just takes how, all sorts. How the world mm. has changed that people are standing filming each other. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I think my time here is <laughs> <laughs> more or less done. <laughs> Right, we were talking about circus music just yeah, now. Yeah, we were. You know, you talk about circus music. Um, well, I was on about, I think it's called March of the Gladiators. It goes. Well, I could be wrong. It goes. I can't stop laughing. Sorry, you. We were talking about that. Well, and I said the middle eight of that is one of the great middle eights of all. Which goes, Frank. That is. You know what? It's um, stirring, even now. Well, I like. There's a slight melancholia. Yeah. And that's what mm. I like about it. It's a bit like in the live and let die bit, when yeah. they go a bit <laughs> reggae. Do you know the bit I mean? What does it matter <laughs> to Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, no, in case you don't we know what now? I'm... We've gone somewhere weird. We're calling it a mid-light. There might be musicians to say that's from, but it's basically that, that different bit Is that it you a get in the middle of Is it a tuba-based bit? Yeah. <laughs> like the bit in the conga that goes... I was saying to Frank, <laughs> he's already done Desert Island Discs, but I really wish you'd pick that. Mm. And Kirsty would have asked you, so Frank, why have you picked this? Yeah, what I should have picked on Desert Island Discs, I often thought, is the music from Desert Island Discs. I think oh. if you're on a desert island, yeah. you want to be a bit self-dramatising. Nice. Mm. Yeah. Nice. I don't know what the... There's probably a middle eight to that. Yeah, but it's no, um... Anyway. Oh, Absolute Radio, where real music matters. We're discussing entrance of the gladiators. What's your favourite circus tune? No, I'd love to know what the... Who composed that, entrance to the gladiators? It's entrance, is it, rather than march Oh, I don't know. I don't know. If you have It's all gone a bit, um, If you have answers to any of the above questions, text 8, 12, 15, they will. They will. <laughs> I've built this thing. It's like a sort of a barrel organ, but it's powered <laughs> by sonar energy, and it's, mm. like, it's a bit sluggish. But yeah. here we go. It's, it's, it's good, that was that. my um, solar-powered... Like, um, I like the colour you've painted it. It's nice. Thanks. Well, I thought I'd go, go a bit circusy with yes. it. I mean, I know it's you know it represents the modern age, but... Mm. I like a heart back. Uh, we've had an email entitled Butcher. On my first week in London, I went to a local butcher and ordered loudly some mice meat instead of minced. Everybody in there looked in total shock. It's funny now, mm. but back then was terribly embarrassing. I think I know you could do that. I think I'd have got myself out of it by saying, I'll kill that typist. <laughs> <laughs> it's your only chance. Go back in and try that. Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. 
Um, we, uh, we should discuss a story of uh, a gentleman in Texas. Now, I remember years ago you doing some stand-up about uh, the two words that make any story believable being in America. Indeed. And mm. I've always liked that. Um, there's a gentleman in Thank Texas. Thank you, Alan. It's, uh, I'm fond of some of your stuff, you know. Cheers, I um, appreciate it. I'm fond of a lot of yours. Oh, that's very kind of you. Uh, this guy in Texas got a $212 speeding fine, um, which is £147. I don't know how it's that much. It's weird, isn't it? It must be oh. done by how many miles an hour you're doing. That's not the end of the story, by the way. <laughs> okay. In case anyone's listening going, right, they're doing links about how speeding fines are high in America. But he, uh, he was so miffed, he decided to pay it in pennies. So he yeah. went in and paid uh, $212. in America? Um, cents. Is it one cent? cent. Is it yeah. the same as a cent? Mm. So that would have been... Well, not anymore. <laughs> that I... would have been a lot of cents. <laughs> I mean, I'm not I'm not a maths expert. I know I'm sometimes called Al Adin on the show, <laughs> but that that mm. sounds like One of the best names be, you've ever had, Al Adin. Would that be 200 and... It'd be 21,200 pennies, would it? Mm. I that don't know, is, a lot. is it? He sounds like a smart aleck. He does. To me. Mm. It's, uh, it's an awful lot. Is that right? Lot. And it says apparently that it's gone viral, and it says... Uh, Everything's gone viral, any old enough. rubbish. Mm. He finishes it by saying, just mail me the receipt. <laughs> you got my address. Oh, you know dear. what I hope? I hope the clerk, whose yeah. job it is to do... I hope he sends him a receipt, but in one of those giant lottery winner's checks, like... Yeah. Well, he overpaid, didn't there he? You Did go. you see that? Did he? he well, they ran out after him and went, sir, sir, trying to give him his change. He oh, overpaid good. by... I, I believe know. he said, keep your change. 70 That was his payoff. What was the thing he said at the end, Al? Did he say, keep the change? Uh, just mail me the receipt, you got my oh, address. Yeah. No, I noticed that, because he said it twice, and that really ruined his whole thing. Oh. Because he thought his killer line, Frank, and then he was worried that they hadn't heard it, oh, so he when, went back. When people do that thing. He th said, mail me the receipt, and there was a pause, and he went, yeah, ma mail me the receipt. Don't yes, say it twice. that's terrible. I, I must have been, I've done that. When you do it, you <laughs> think, well, they must have, they couldn't have heard that, or they would have laughed. <laughs> <laughs> and then you do it again, and they did hear it. Yeah. And then you've done it again. Just been a decision taker, but oh, it wasn't funny. No, it was terrible. Yeah. He ends State's video. He says at the end, Frank, he says, end the police state. Well, it's not really a miscarriage of justice. No, it's speeding fine. <laughs> and you were caught. <laughs> yeah, I think... I yeah. like the old basketball um, tradition of if you foul someone, you have to hold your hand up and mm. oh, acknowledge right. that you've done the foul. Well, Why don't we all do, do that, that in society? Yeah. Instead of being like, what's he called? Brett Sanders. Yeah, oh. Brett Sanders. Brett Sanders and his terrible life. Apparently he... He's an uh, IT consultant. He's posted several other videos oh, on the internet it? of mm. him paying fines with small change. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, you don't want that to be your thing. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Brett. He's the, um, he's the small change uh, fine. Paying that, fines in well, pennies guy. Although, imagine if oh. Absolute Radio paid us in that way. I'd quite like it. You just had to take buckets home. Mm. What, speak for yourself? <laughs> I could get mine in my breast pocket. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I don't do it for the money, I do it for love. <laughs> That's what I make them tell me. I do it. <laughs> yeah. For my love of both of you. Oh. I do it for love and money, guys. And money. I do it for love, money, and just to get out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to...
to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio um, with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 812.15. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. On the subject of the emails, um, we uh, we could spend a little time in the corner. Let me... Um, mm. Oh, I'll tell you what. Let you find your bird. Oh! Oh! Taking you back. <laughs> oh, do you know, I'd forgotten how good that was. Yeah. It's <laughs> my from, moment. Uh, I say that most mornings. It's from absolute <laughs> 90s, that one. Um, uh, dear Frank, Corn Emily... Flakes. I love you. I love them. Anyway. Um, dear Frank, Alan and Emily, your correspondent last week was quite right to suggest that Sir Isaac Newton invented the cat flap. Yeah. Um, that's what we covered last week. Yeah. <laughs> In, uh, of his many achievements, that was what we cap called flat, mm. Not the flat cap, that would be uh, No, not and true. the person who told us said he was a bit of a git as well. That's right. it. Oh, yeah. Mm. We had an inquest, didn't we? We had an on-air on inquest into whether or not Sir Isaac, <laughs> Isaac Newton, Newton was, was a bit of a git. A bit of a git. Hashtag late review. However, as Alan suggested at the time, Frank I think is... I said he was miserable as sin. <laughs> Sir Isaac Newton. That's oh, what, that's, that's right. I think I called him a nasty piece of work. Yeah. Are we just going to relive last week's show? <laughs> this well, absolute last week. Well, no, I'm not sure I did say that. Maybe. Well, that's, I'm feeling nostalgic for last brilli- week. A brilliant joke. <laughs> if you'll forgive me, I wish it was last week. Anyway. So people say miserable as sin. They mean miserable as Sir Isaac Newton. Yeah. Oh, I didn't get that at the time, but yeah. that's first class. I'm not sure I said it last week. Up, I mean, they up. just drop off me like windfall fruit. <laughs> I know, but I've given you something what for that. What a lovely turn of phrase, <laughs> windfall fruit. Um, however, as Alan suggested at the time, Frank is very free and easy, giving respect to Mondo... I wouldn't with, say that. ...without being in possession of all the facts. What the previous really? writer didn't mention... I hope this is true, because I love Al, this. I'm sorry to interrupt, but he says I wouldn't say that. He gave respect to Mondo, to Slavin Bilic for smoking... Uh-huh. Last week. Well, yeah, and I, I mean, absolute radio policy, of course, yeah. is don't smoke. But there's something about if you look like an East European bloke, ex-footballer, made out of granite, yeah, you kind of feel like you should have a little bit of a smoke. Okay, over he to you. He has Al. been a revelation, hasn't he? Slaven Bilic as a pundit has been a real breath of fresh air. Ironically, oh really? Yeah, oh. <laughs> something he is not for is me. Is he on the ITVs? Yes. Oh, I only watch the BBCs. Uh, what the previous writer didn't mention was that when his cat had a kitten, Newton cut a second, smaller hole in his door so that the kitten could also come and go freely. The kitten promptly followed its mother through the larger hole. Proves again that you can be academically clever, but you can't beat good old-fashioned common sense. Yours, unpraisingly, Bill Badger. I, d- I wonder if that's a non-diplume from Bill there. Uh, might not Bill be. Badger. I think I knew someone called Badger. Did you? Well, it was, actually, it was a Badger. What about Ruth oh. Badger from The Apprentice? Good, good yeah. point. Mm, thank you. I mean, I didn't want this to become an inquest into whether People or not the name Badger, Badger is real. Yeah, I think Bill Badger might be. Uh, but I love the idea that. Um, I bet he's got through a, cat, a few cat flaps looking for milk. <laughs> Bill Badger. <laughs> <laughs> But in uh, a way, we give Sir Isaac Newton the credit for many things, but we don't give him the credit for being the inventor of the cat flap, or, as indeed he was, the inventor of the kitten flap. The kit flap. One of his uh, mm. failed inventions. Kit flap sounds like uh, a celebrity couple's uh, 
portmanteau yeah. name, doesn't it? Kit Flap for if uh, Kit Harrington meets um, someone called Flap. flap. <laughs> yeah, Kit, you know all those Kit. people you meet called Flap. <laughs> and also Kit's from a very rarefied circle. He's not with anyone called Flap. Is he? Oh, it's, yeah. it's a lovely story. I mean, you can I see the logic. True. He was a logician, wasn't he? Partly. I think mm-hmm. he invented calculus. I don't know what that means, Do but you? Sounds so, uh, sin clever. was sin was pun. Sir Isaac sin. Newton. Yeah, mm. but he thought. It's, I tell you what, we we we're told he's a not a nice bloke, but the fact that he had caught a separate flap for the kitten. It seems really kind side of him, yeah. doesn't he? It also says um, a lot about security in those days. I oh. mean, imagine having two cat flaps now. Different world. Smallest my... man in the world, um, no longer with us, sadly, but K- Gendra Tapamaga. Do you remember the, him? Well, then, you mean the ex smallest well, man? Well, I'm in the sorry, world. I do apologise. It moves quickly. It does. And I can't keep up with them. However, they do, they're he was no heaping ping, but K- Gendra Tapamaga, there was a photo <laughs> of him <laughs> next to her, the cat flap, to prove oh. that he could use it to go in and out. He went in and out of yeah. a cat flap. Yeah. Cortez, please, black and bang, did that. <laughs> <laughs> well. He couldn't have done that if it wasn't for... Oh, my God, I, actually, there's something I want to ask you about, Sir Isaac Newton. OK. Like I'm use, your woman. I like to use these uh, <laughs> these teasers to hold on to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Big Brother. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You had some topical material on Isaac Newton. <laughs> and when you've done that, I've got some blue plaque news as well. So. <laughs> what about if we combine really... the two? And I was going to sing uh, Entrance to the March of the Gladiators, whatever <laughs> it's called. What a lovely day we're having. <laughs> um, did... We've gone a bit Brexit today. Did Isaac Newton... Um, mm. Did he invent Newton's cradle? Do you remember Newton's cradle? What, what the uh, the steel balls that yeah, hit it, off ev- each other? It was every. It was the, one of the most. Oh, the businessman toy. Yes. Businessman's toys. You, My you son swing- has some. Do they still? Uh, they do still exist, Frank. I know you'll be pleased. To the know first that. person to show me the, his Newton's cradle was Sheridan Morley. That Is wasn't that a euphemism, right? was it? I I associate. <laughs> yeah, I associate. Uh, did you show him your kit flap? Oh my! God. I associate him with yoppy, yoppies. Oh yeah. Yoppies? yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember them. And blokes be, be sitting in the office all day in the city, and they just start the arm. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about, yeah. Sarah? Yeah. You, you absolutely don't. <laughs> she does. She does. Are they? Um, so you think he invented I didn't know they were called Newton's Cradle, though, Frank. I believe they're called that. And I, am yeah. I right that they, they symbolised, um, or they demonstrated, perpetual motion? Um, so uh, if there's any um, science-type people listening, if I let the ball go on my Newton's Cradle, would it go forever? Would it- well, I was told by a therapist, yes, I've had therapy, I'm sorry, <laughs> um, that they represent... There's a bit of game theory there as well. So the further away you get from someone... The um the more they it, they will come back to you, you. See, there you go. Oh, right. oh I, 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 I thought doubt that. if Sir Isaac Newton. Was <laughs> well, he was a nasty piece of work, emotion. so you never know. Nice, nice piece of work. He took time out from his studies to make a special hole for a kitten. So come on. You were telling <laughs> earlier about how you went past a blue plaque in Marleybone, London, yes. um, but you didn't get the t- chance to read. And it could have been Linda Ronstadt. Yeah. 
Uh, oh, have Frank. we had news here now? Have yeah. we got the answer? Oh, oh. This will make me so happy. Da, da, I'm not da, sure da, it will. Da, 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 da. I mean, I'll have a go at sending, uh, making you happy with it, but I don't think it will work. Dear Frank, there are 65 blue plaques in Marleybone. Oh. None oh. of them are for Linda Robson. Be specific, man. What bus were you on? <laughs> <laughs> I was on a 40, so 46. He was on a 46 emailer. Yeah. I was on my way to um, Lord's Cricket Ground. Yeah. Well... And this was on, it looked like it was on a big public building. We'll continue the search. I know it's gripping for everyone else. I tell you what, I, whatever happened to the, um... <laughs> whatever happened to... The dot, third dot, dot. world's shortest man, Chandra Dehadrabaghi. No, yeah. the, um, Rubik's, um, tetrahedron. Remember that? No. Rubik's cube? Rubik's tetrahedron. Oh, was that was, after was, the cube? Yes. Oh. It was the one that didn't quite catch on. I don't remember. It was not like, it was like a pyramid shaped. Do you not remember that? Was it not tetrahedron shaped? Is that... Well, that's what a pyramid is, isn't it? Okay, fair enough. Think. Well, I remember it being... Strangest thing two people have ever fallen <laughs> out over. <laughs> I wouldn't say fallen out. Didn't really catch on. It wasn't that... It was like every Disney film sequel that's ever been made. Oh, not what? quite as good. Oh, you know, yeah, when, yeah. Oh, Toy Story's no, an exception to that rule, Frank. Well, yeah, but All I, fabulous. I still think Pixar not, is a bit different. Well, oh, do you know yeah. what? Keep that to yourself out in pride. If you watch Disney films, though, I mean, mm. the classics, you'll often find there's, a, there's a, t- a two that you didn't even know about. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. you know, a, a Jungle Book 2 or a... Yeah. And, mm. uh, oh, no, they're, 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 a, they're a big Rubik's tetrahedron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, we've got some more blue plaque news, and uh, and I must say that most <laughs> was most it eighteen twelve? <laughs> most texters have uh, have gone for various spellings of blue plaque, um, in- including CK at the end, blue plaque, oh, okay. which is uncommon. We don't judge. Um, but Linda Rothwell we from Ermston has oh, yeah, texted. Uh, morning, there is a blue plague. Linda who? Linda Rothwell. That could be the woman who's on the plaque in Marley <laughs> Brown, right? <laughs> she Maybe she on knows that. Frank. But one of the reasons I like it is that uh, her autocorrect has gone for blue plague. Mm. It's, uh, oh. Morning, there is a blue plague at the Trafford Centre. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a newsflash, by I'm the way. I'm going to have to text my family Are saying, sure don't go shopping Linda? this afternoon. Um, there's a blue plague at Trafford Centre for Ford Motor Company building the Model T Ford cars in Trafford Park in 1911. I like that. That is wonderful. I like the ones that aren't a person. Because let me tell you, an experience at the Trafford Centre involves almost no history. It is one of the most modern, gaudy, kind of, you know, it's really kind of bright and... Yeah. It's not, it's not got, like, history to it. I'm glad to hear that that's there. The king of them, Charles Dickens. I've King seen Charles what, Dickens' blue plaques. Oh, there's a every- lovely one in Highgate. Just he everywhere. Must, he must have just stopped at a lot of places. He must have had a lot of one-night stands. Well, you know <laughs> Legends! You know that's that's why he was called Charles D- Anyway, what did you say? <laughs> wherever he laid his hat was his <laughs> Yeah, wherever he laid his hat. <laughs> mm. I think I've ever You're seen right, him in a hat. There was a lot of Charles Dickens. Everywhere. Absolutely. Well, no, but they sometimes, you know, they, they push it. They stretch it a bit. They say Charles Dickens once walked past her and said, nice garden you've got. Nice. You know? Well. Or they sp- Charles Dickens once spent an hour here. What for reasons about? that will not be disclosed due to his family. I had a friend who bought uh, a flat and she got contacted to say that they wanted... Th- that Benjamin Britten had composed a couple of important things there and they'd oh. like to put um, that 
on the on the flat. But you have to get their permission. Oh yeah. But they said it, it usually puts between like ten, twenty five grand on your house. Right. Well, what about if they had three lines was written here? Yes. My complicated, you see, Why is it complicated? Did you not music, write it the in music the music was written in Liverpool by mm -hmm. um, Ian Brodie, so you can't oh. have a thing saying the lyrics to three lines. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, you could have true. a big plaque saying the music was partly written here. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the less, lyrics were written here, but the music was written That's more of a proclamation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You may as well mm. just get, get a motorway road sign in blue <laughs> and just have it all written out. On Thursday, uh, this is an email by the way, not me. On Thursday, yeah. after a short shopping spree in Birmingham, I caught the bus back to Aston Cross where my van was parked and noticed a blue plaque. Did you? Curiosity got the better of me and I crossed the road to have a look at it next to the old bomb building. No, no, BRMB oh. building. Oh, BRMB? Yeah. BRMB. <laughs> That'll confuse people who's just tuned in. <coughs> and was surprised. Okay. Okay. That was Tony <laughs> Butler, BRMB sport. <laughs> I was surprised to find the name of Arthur Conan Doyle, who lived wow. there for about three years. In Aston? In yeah. Aston. I'm currently working on Four Dwellings School, where Daniel Sturridge went. I remember Four Dwellings. Didn't oh! Know, didn't know Daniel Sturridge was from there. It was quite rough in my day, Four Dwellings School. Was it? School. Was I it? Hope it, I hope it's, uh, I hope it's picked Probably up. Probably improved. Didn't want to mm. walk past there in your Catholic blazer. Oh, is that right? <laughs> uh, just a general rule, anyone's listening. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Should we go to email too, Frank? As I like to call it. Yes. <laughs> oh, let me let me find. Um, let me find. Are I'm we not, going back? We, okay. We'll just get a, a suitable tune. We'll need to get new ones done. Oh, I think. Sometime. What about this one? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's Email Corner from Absolute Radio here in Golden Square, London. It's Pride this weekend. Imagine the frivolities all around us. <laughs> So, um, really like that. Actually, giving that a round of applause because it was so good. Thank you so much. Round okay. of applause for the police, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is from <laughs> Robin from London. Hi, plenty, all. plenty of that. <laughs> <laughs> People have been Robin from London for years. During the 2010 World Cup, oh, yes. Frank made a suggestion about determining who came first in a qualifying group when the two top two teams were tied on points. Oh, oh, you and your alliteration, Robin. Mm -hmm. Instead of drawing lots, Frank asked why the two teams couldn't have a penalty shootout. Yeah, I don't even remember suggesting that, but it's a rattling good idea. Lots, lots of things you don't remember, Frank, from back then. That's He'll true. be pleased to hear that UEFA have taken up his idea for the 2016 European Championship. Presumably they didn't give him credit and simply said, we're having that. That's outrageous. <laughs> mm. I knew when Joe Pasquale became UEFA president. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to start stealing your ideas. Yeah. Well, it sounds like we got out of there just in time, that Europe thing. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they stole jokes. I mean, that changes everything. But you weren't joking. Were you joking no, back then? I thought it was a good idea. And they've, they've happened to do I'm it. I'm guessing next year in the Premiership we'll be playing with a brown leather ball with laces in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And future Wimbledons will have no advertising on the clothes. No advertising, oh. I'd, li I'd like that. Wooden course. rackets? Yeah. Would you go as yeah, far we'll go back, back to the wooden, wooden rackets? Park, back to Ugly Partners. 
<laughs> in the friends and family. <laughs> then was the glory oh, days. Oh, I love the ugly part. Glory the days. Of, yeah, family. when you looked up to the, the friends and family and there was just like very plain well, we'll, people. We'll yeah. test it out, Frank, when we have our day at Wimbledon. And now even the snooker yeah. players haven't got ugly partners and you think these are men that don't go outdoors. No, like they've not yeah. seen sunshine but they've managed there's to more, meet an attractive more, partner. There's more beautiful people than they used to be. I'll tell yeah. you who I like, the darts right. partners. The dags. I've never seen Some of my favourites. I've never seen any of those. Oh, they're worth they're a often, look. They're often obscured <laughs> by their partners. <laughs> oh, no. No, they're, um... They take up quite a bit of real estate, some of them. But they're... I like the dags, because they're down to earth. I have thought in the past that, mm. um, instead of sending people off for a red card, you should give a penalty. Oof. Hang on a sec. Controversial. I think oh, people... really? That's quite good. It's more of an incentive, almost. I think people would be a bit more well. careful about, um, about crippling people if there was a... If that was... I mean, it's it's a theory. I, I think you're right. Yeah. I did try to think... There's no a, excuse. The problem, it struck me, was that, um, you, uh, if you were 4-1 up, you could mm. think, oh, here's an opportunity to cripple that midfielder I've hated for years mm -hmm. because mm. you wouldn't get sent off be a penalty be a, you know you fall one up so what does it matter that would be a danger but um I like it generally Frank I have a genuine inquiry you can, know, you, can you hold it uh yeah it's about Isaac Newton so yeah okay <laughs> okay we could string the whole show together with, there. with uh, another Isaac Newton trail with Newtonian segways <laughs> Newtonian segways the third I think is a character in um Mm -hmm. oh, that's my next husband, the I hope. trousered philanthropist. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I caught our cockerel, our very own cockerel, on Corrie. Oh, it was so yes. excited. <laughs> <laughs> that's. I, I haven't seen it yet, but I, I, it'll be on uh, Catch Up. I, I assume so, yes. I I imagine. He was marvellous. Oh, thank you. He really was. I was really proud of him. Oh, oh that's very kind. He was. I didn't watch it. I watched a nil-nil football match. You that, didn't um, watch it? Yeah, I don't really like watching me. Cause oh, I know, but like if you're on Coronation... Oh, it was a big moment for me, that watching you on Corrie. Was it? Well, you don't do the social medias. I don't. So I, I don't got all the, the praise. You had some lovely comments. Oh, that's nice. Mm. I'll take that. Mm, In fact, I'm so, uh, non-self-publicising that I actually had to go on the ITV website to read the description of the programme to make sure that it was my episode mm -hmm. so that I could then text my mum saying, oh, it's my episode tonight, you want to watch that? It's quite a thing, though. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's Coronation Street. Yeah. yeah. Well, somewhat. I got texted by Tina who said, stole the show. I, uh, <coughs> oh, good. I'll take, uh, I'll take stole the show. Nathan my... said, it's no Jason the Asthmatic, but a confident That's... performance, nevertheless. Confident performance, <laughs> nevertheless, I'll take that. Um, my friend Leroy texted me, smug husband, solid performance. Four words, I'll take that. Uh, yeah. That's what he right. played, smug husband. Yeah, I don't think he was saying that I am one off, off camera, although I no. am. And, uh, York said, boy can act. Wow. Or you oh, can that's act. Say that as well. Mm. If there's so any what? casting directors listening, I'm available. Oh. Of course, my great love of uh, Coronation Street was um, Julie Goodyear. Oh yeah, who really? I met. I met. Oh yeah. Strange love rival for Kath. <laughs> I love Julie Goodyear. <laughs> <laughs> Extraordinary. No, she's one of those grand dam that you get yeah. in uh, mm. 
in uh, soap opera. And, Hat uh, Phoenix, you know. Yes. And, um, I don't know, I've never seen it. But she said, um... <laughs> she said that, uh, someone told Goodness. me it was on Coronation Street. Mm-hmm. That when... Do you remember she returned? Yeah. For a, for a spell they many years later. Oh, she... They always come back. Like boxers. They and, all come um, <laughs> this actress, young actress, just being nice, said, so how long are you staying there, Julie? She said, not as long as you want me to, cock. <laughs> oh, oh, fabulous. What a monster. Excellent. But a brilliant. <laughs> what a monster. <laughs> no, but that was what was brilliant about her, that she was slightly, um... That's what you want... You want she, you want 3% monstrous. Well, you do in, with a star. You do, Frank. Yeah. I did the, um, raw variety performance with Dame Shirley Bassey. He's worked with them all, hasn't he? That and we, that's we, how yeah. many of his anecdotes start. We arrived about the same time. She completely ignored me, of course. And we... we <laughs> I stopped to chat to the man <laughs> at uh, the stage door. Common touch, During, there you go. Yeah, He's very good like Common that, he never forgets like his roots. People have spoken. I spoke to <laughs> him. <laughs> and, um, if you can't beat him, join him. And <laughs> as I was speaking to the bloke, Dame Shirley Bassey come out the other way. We'd only just got there. <laughs> She'd gone into a dressing room. Um, she has a rule that it has to be painted four weeks before she arrives, exactly. Really? Long enough to be nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Near enough to be nice, but fur enough away to not smell of paint. paint but she smelled paint, she was straight out of there. Oh, what rule. That's what she said to me. I said, you're all right, Dame Shirley. I went to see her live once, and you know when they introduce people in the audience and they stand up and there's a spotlight? Oh, yeah. She said, ladies and gentlemen, I've got a very good friend here tonight, Larry Grayson. <gasps> it's without doubt the gayest moment of my entire life. <laughs> Stick around this afternoon. Oh, and then she sang, <laughs> I am what I am. <laughs> and I'm, I'll admit we all cried. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. So did the, did the uh, Cockrell family watch the Corrie broadcast? Um, I think my brother's probably switched in between a nil-nil draw on the football on one side and oh, no. Coronation Street looking for me on the other. But I think, I think the, the extended family... But it wasn't just um, Coronation Street that I was in this week. Technically speaking, I was in uh, one of Frank's little ventures. Were you? Yep, I was in Room 101. Not the television <laughs> programme. <laughs> Sorry, I'll clean that up. Not the television <laughs> programme. I checked into a hotel and the guy in reception said, Oh, I know you're from the Frank Skidder show. And I was in oh. room 101 in the hotel. He did it on purpose. I don't know. I don't know. I'd, I, I did have a little look as if to go, uh, but I, he, he had a poker face on as if to go, no. But I'm now worried because, you know, I ordered room service. I used certain luggage. Am I allowed to use any of that stuff again? No, the old training shoe against the door is going to go. Yeah. You stay in a lot of hotels, I do, yeah. Are you on tour at the moment? No, I just work. No, it's just Alan Partridge. Um, But I I had sweet potato fries and I like them, so does that mean that... Oh, no. What? All right, Katy Perry. I... <laughs> I, I think it was the original draft yeah, of that original. song, wasn't it? I'm not a huge fan of them. I think they always disappoint, don't you? Anything that isn't an, a yeah. proper crisp... You don't like sweet potato fries? Oh, no. Well, it's not crisp, oh, Frank. It's a it. chip. It's... it's over. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, You're right. I've met... got a bit American. I've What's met, happened to I've you? I've met the most terrible... What a bit Donald Trump. I think now we have to look to America. <laughs> <laughs> so, as far as I... Uh, they're potato chips. 
Mm. <laughs> well, I've, um, I've actually got a little bit of advice for you that's come in by email, um, and it says, uh, if you want to identify a blue plaque, use Google Maps and switch to Street View. That's a really good idea. That so you're talking is. about... So I can check out Linda Ronstadt. Do you know what? I'm so going to go on it? better than that. I'm going to walk up there today and have a little look-see. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> how, do you, how do you mean that that's better? Because that's going to cost you effort, whereas I this is just... I do my own research, pal. This is just a yes, flick I of the mouse. Yes, I said, pal. to be a journalist, remember. Yes, oh, yes I said, pal, deal with it. I suppose you still are a journalist. I, used oh, to, I don't uh, say, yeah. I used to occasionally, journal. when Kevin Phillips <laughs> played for West Bromwich Albion, I used to text him whenever he'd had a good game or scored, and he mm. always texted back, thanks, pal. Oh, did he? Uh, exactly that, thanks, pal. Oh. No capitals, no What's comment. worse, pal no or buddy? I was happy with thanks, pal, from Kevin okay. Phillips. Oh, yeah. But, you know, it's the little things in life. I don't like men calling me mate. I don't no. think they should call the ladies, mate. I know it's no. old-fashioned, but come on. No. In the post-Brexit world, what are you going to do? If you mm. will wear a work <laughs> shirt... <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's going to happen. Exactly. You can have to trust me on that, readers. <laughs> yeah, anyway... Now that, now that the webcam's gone. Look, yeah. it's, um, thank you so much for listening this morning, and do not despair. I've just, there have been a few tweets to suggest that the Creeks have indeed risen. <laughs> 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 but they haven't. No, it's all right. We'll, we, We're you know, resilient. We'll come. You know, as you know, I'm pretty happy in a rowing boat. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm, a, I'm an absolute disaster in one. Um, Martin Lee is uh, coming up next. Look at me, I'm Martin <laughs> Lee. Come on, everybody! Oh, lousy so good with... for pride. I, I don't know what he's lousy with, I don't know him. <laughs> but uh, if you know him, it's got to rhyme with, um, well, Martin Lee. <laughs> so, um, good luck to him and uh, our thoughts are with his family. <laughs> Um, if the good laws spare us and the creeks don't rise, and they haven't, we'll be all right. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back again this time next week. Um, now, get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.